This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. I want to ask you a hypothetical question to start this off today. If you were a bishop, how would you respond to a call from an official representative of Francis telling you to stop talking about the deposit of the faith? To stop really talking about the faith. How would you take that? Would you take that as a sign that things are really rotten in Rome? Would you comply? Or would it serve as maybe the last straw before publicly declaring against the destruction of the church, as it is being orchestrated out of the Vatican these days? Today we have such a story about one of the better bishops in America receiving such a call from an official from the Vatican. Stop talking about the deposit of the faith, with an implied threat being made against him, and as part of a larger attack against the bishop we're talking about. So keep the bishop who is Bishop Strickland and the official from Rome in your prayers, please, because things are getting rather overtly hostile in the church. But before we dive into that story, let's check in with the unique and sole expression of the Roman Rite, as both Francis and another one of his henchmen, Cardinal Arthur Roach, have called it. Ah yes, what you see on your screen here is Bishop Stephen Lowe of Auckland, New Zealand, who was recently appointed to his job by Francis. Here you see him wearing a pallium of American candy bars while offering the Novus Ordo Mass. Yes, he wore that thing while offering the Mass. This is the unique expression of the Roman Rite, the Novus Ordo, summed up in one image. The entire new order in the Church, in fact, summed up in a single image. This, folks, is licit. It's also a sign of the rot in the Church and how far it extends. Actions like this make a mockery of the Mass, which is supposed to be the expression and sum total of the deposit of the faith, it demonstrated right before our eyes every Sunday at Mass. Everything in the faith is supposed to point to the Mass, and the bishop mocks it with his pallium of candy bars. This happened on May 19th at his cathedral, just about a week and a half ago. Photos of this began floating around on social media around Thursday of last week. Perhaps the point of that is to make a mockery of the faith. Which brings me to the main story of the day. The bishop who was told to shut up by a Roman official was none other than Bishop Strickland of Tyler, Texas, and you knew that already because I told you, but he also you probably figured that out before you clicked on the video. So wear, bear that in mind. Headline from American Magazine. When bishops attack, how Pope Francis handles his critics. The article spends a lot of time setting things up and reminds the reader that Bishop Strickland is a bad, bad, naughty person because he publicly stated that he rejects Francis's program of undermining the faith. In fact, the whole point of the article is to link him to a, uh, to a larger quote-unquote schismatic movement in, the, in America. Now, obviously, telling a pope to go stuff his program is not something that normally should be done under any circumstances, really, at least under normal circumstances in the church. And I phrase it as a normal circumstances because the church has been in a state of crisis since the late 19th century, given the papal writings against modernism that were pretty commonplace until the modernists took the church over and began installing their own pontiffs in the 1960s. But under historic normal circumstances, a bishop shouldn't publicly go against a pontiff. But we're not exactly in normal circumstances these days now, are we? So Bishop Strickland spoke out against Francis's program in an almost passing way on Twitter when he said he rejected his program for undermining the faith, and he said that as part of a larger point he was making. But here's how American Magazine described what happened next. You see, this attempt to silence Bishop Strickland happened last year, meaning much has been going on behind the scenes, and that's the fascinating thing here. Quote, Asked directly about schism in the U.S. church in 2019, Pope Francis said, I am not afraid of schisms. I pray they do not happen. A report from Religious News Service this week confirmed that the papal nuncio or ambassador 
Archbishop Christophe Pierre had privately chastised the Texas bishop, Bishop Strickland, in 2021. Terry Barber, host of the Terry and Jesse show, which regularly features Bishop Strickland as a guest, said the nuncio told Bishop Strickland to, quote, stop talking about the deposit of the faith. Another source said the nuncio had confronted Bishop Strickland about his Twitter feed. It remains unknown whether Pope Francis will publicly respond to Bishop Strickland's latest provocation, but past ca cases may provide a clue to how the Pope will approach this challenge. End quote. Yes, that was American Magazine calling Bishop Strickland a schismatic, and they weren't being terribly subtle about it. It helps to remember who America Magazine's target audience is here before I move forward. America Magazine is a Jesuit-run website. That is, as you'd expect, the voice of Paca Papa Francis here in America. They rarely challenge him on, well, anything, really. And when they do, it's, to be more, it's for him to be more of a modernist, that he's not being a modernist enough. Consequently, their intended audience is going to be Jesuit-minded laity, as well as unsuspecting members of the laity whom they hope to corrupt with the new religion of the Jesuit church. I bring that up because they invoke the Jesuits' least favorite bishop, and this really does prove why this bishop is still in hiding. Yeah, I'm talking about Archbishop Vigano, who has become a kind of Satan figure in the mind of the Jesuits. I'm not calling him Satan, that's what they think of him. After all, Vigano was once a member of Francis's Roman Curia. He was among the anointed, among the angels, and then he fell when he rebelled against Francis. And they bring him up here to compare Bishop Strickland to their Satan figure as part of the larger schismatic movement that they allege that Vigano is apparently head of. People watching this video will probably see the comparison and the link between Strickland and Vigano as an example of heroic virtue by Strickland. But that's not how America Magazine's staff and audience are meant to see it. Quote, the morning after several Catholic media outlets published Archbishop Vigano's 11-page dossier accusing Pope Francis of covering up uh, evil deeds by former Cardinal Ted McCarrick in 2018, Pope Francis faced the press. The letter's release had been timed to coincide with the Pope's already challenging visit to Ireland, where more than 130,000 Catholics had left the church between 2011 and 2016, as the country saw the publication of several major reports on the 2002 Boston Ted McCarrick problem. Before the press conference aboard the papal plane, back to Rome, the Pope visited the shrine at Knock, where a vision of the Virgin Mary is purported to have appeared to 15 people in 1879. Unlike in other famous apparitions, Mary did not speak in Knock but prayed silently. Pope Francis did the same for more than an hour during his visit there, and later extended that silence in his response to reporters' questions about Archbishop Vigano's allegations, saying, quote, I will not say a single word about this. Reporters quickly shot holes through Archbishop Vigano's statement. Uh, no, they didn't actually, but anyway. And the Vatican ultimately, ultimately responded two years later with its own 445-page report on Mr. McCarrick, clearing Francis of any wrongdoing. That document was propaganda, but okay. Archbishop Vigano has not faced any public consequences from the Vatican and continues to issue public statements although he claims to be living in hiding for fear of his life. Bishop Strickland was one of several American bishops to publicly support Archbishop Vigano in his call for the Pope to resign. End quote. Yeah, the uh, McCarrick report, as they called it, was really the let's smear John Paul II, Vigano, and Benedict XVI report. That's what that was. But anyway, the article then goes on to bring up the other devil in the warped minds over at America Magazine, EWTN, which is a moderate outlet at best. 
Yes, the work of Raymond Arroyo and the Papal Posse is great stuff. And that show really is why the Vatican and their henchmen in America have such a negative opinion about EWTN. But in a broader sense, it's very much as a network on board with the post-conciliar program, which Francis has dedicated his papacy to upholding, defending and expanding in the face of a suddenly resurgent traditionalist resistance movement in the church. It's definitely not the same thing that Mother Angelica left when, when she finally stepped down from running the day-to-day -day operations there. Now, for some reason, the Vatican has lumped EWTN with traditionalists, which is weird given that none of the papal posse or anyone else on that network could be called a traditionalist, and traditionalists aren't really known for watching a lot of EWTN. They're just not hot. EWTN is just not hostile to sacred tradition, and they openly question things going on in Francis Church. The point of linking Strickland to EWTN is the same as linking him to Vigano. In the minds of the editors and writers of America Magazine, along with their intended audience, EWTN is viewed the way many of you think of the BBC, MSNBC, CNN, or even Fox News these days. Some Francis bishops have openly called for EWTN to be shut down to do, due to their disloyalty, which is astonishing, honestly. Of course, what else should we expect from the same outlet that recently wrote an uncomfortable defense of those group of satanic cosplayers who dress up as nuns who've been the center of a firestorm surrounding the L.A. Dodgers as First Deadly Sin Month is about to kick off? It's not a full-throated defense, and even criticizes that group for mocking women who, according to the writer of that piece, wield little power in the church today. A statement that on its face is false and a distortion of what the church is, how it was established by Christ and the apostles, how it's run, how it's supposed to be run, and the, like, the nature of its governance, and it generally ignores, frankly, reality, which is today, parishes are administered by women at every level. If you're familiar with the parish councils that run most Nova Sorda parishes, then you know what I mean. But the author of that piece critiques the cosplaying satanic James Martin fans for mocking women in the church before then giving them a defense, which is telling. The author in that piece's reasoning is that in the name of the truth, it should be pointed out that they do good works, you know, they do charitable things, and so should be defended in some way. That's nice. Evil people have a history of doing charity. I mean... Charity is not something only Christians do. And really, mocking nuns is some of the lowliest things you can do. And the group in question mocks not only nuns, but the faith in general, with acts that are overtly anti-Catholic in nature. You should go look what they did on Easter Sunday this year. Yet the writer for American Magazine felt the need to offer at least a lukewarm defense of them. That's what American Magazine is, which is why our main story today isn't surprising. Bishop Strickland is, according to American Magazine, part and parcel of a bigger schism against Francis. For them, that means a bigger schism against the church. But remember, Francis is defending a new religion, practically by his own admission. He admitted that Vatican II ushered in a new ecclesiology. Ecclesiology is a fancy $20 word to describe what the church's mission in the world is and how it views itself in the world. It's wrapped up in a lot of complex theology. But when you boil it down, you ch if you change the ecclesiology of the faith, you change the faith. It was a stunning admission when he made it, and it was stunning when the cardinals around him repeatedly repeated the statement in various interviews, often against traditional Catholics. It was their excuse for why they are attempting to bury the traditional Mass now. They admit that we have a different religion from them, and that's why the traditional Mass has to be buried. And that is what they're accusing Bishop Strickland of, schism against their new religion. What a fine thing to be in schism with. What do you think about this, though? Should Strickland wear these accusations as a badge of honor? What do you think about the fact that American Magazine defended those satanic cosplayers who mock nuns in the faith? I mean, does that really surprise you, though? 
Given that James Martin is one of the editors at America Magazine, does any of this really surprise you? You should, and also, please remember to keep Bishop Strickland especially in your prayers, as well as, of course, the papal nuncio, who, unfortunately, has to be the message bearer for this, and I'm sure was picked to be much more loyal to the program than Vigano was. And what do you think of them, of course, linking Strickland to Vigano? Let me know all this in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help, as does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.